Welcome to Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. This is Dwell in the Word, episode 320. Today we are looking at Psalm 12. But first, as always, we're going to say a prayer from this little book, Prayers on the Psalms from the Scottish Psalter of 1595. Let's pray. Merciful Father, who abhors all hypocrisy and lies, lift up yourself and show forth your strength for the deliverance of your poor servants, oppressed by the lies of flatterers, and strengthen us from day to day in the sure hope of your promises, until we attain to the full fruition of the same. By the merits of Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. All right, as I said, we are taking a look at Psalm chapter 12 today. Hear the word of the Lord. Save, O Lord, for the godly one is gone, for the faithful have vanished from among the children of man. Everyone utters lies to his neighbor. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips, the tongue that makes great boasts. Those who say, with our tongue we will prevail, our lips are with us, who is master over us. Because the poor are plundered, because the needy groan, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will place him in the safety for which he longs. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. You, O Lord, will keep them. You will guard us from this generation forever. On every side, the wicked prowl, as vileness is exalted among the children of man. We find ourselves in Psalm 12, and once again, we see the psalmist overwhelmed with the state of the world around him. Now, right away, with the first three words here in this chapter, we have David asking for rescue from Yahweh. In this instance, it isn't David calling out to have his health restored from his sickness, and he isn't asking to be saved from a military attack or coup. Instead, the concern that we see being expressed here is that the godly one is gone. David says that those who are faithful have vanished from among the children of man. And we can understand that feeling, can't we? And as we move down this psalm to verse 2, we see an expansion of what David sees the problem to be. Everyone lies to their neighbors, and he expands upon what their violation of the ninth commandment looks like by saying that they have flattering lips and that they speak with a double heart. Now, whenever I read that description there of flattering lips, I'm reminded of the character Eddie Haskell from the classic television series, Leave it to Beaver. Now, I've been watching through some episodes of that show, and Eddie is quite the character. He's quite devious, but to Beaver and Wally's parents, he is putting on the appearance that he is the nicest boy in the neighborhood, and maybe even the nicest boy in the world. I mean, he's the poster child for flattering lips, right? For speaking with a double heart. But here it's not just a great plot device for a sitcom. Acting this way is malicious, and the goal is deception for personal gain. And we can understand why David is so concerned about a world where this is running rampant. And so as we come to verses 3 and 4, we get a pretty gruesome hope from David. He would like the Lord to cut off all flattering lips and tongues. Now, this is figurative language being used here. David isn't hoping to see the bloody carnage that this would create. He wants those who perpetuate falsehood to be stopped. 
And we see that the reason for this is that they are using these falsehoods to give themselves power, to make them masters over other people. In other words, this is more than just words that can hurt someone's feelings or cause them to believe incorrect information. These lies, these flattering lips are causing oppression. And verse 5 shows that the Lord is, in fact, answering. Notice what we've seen so far in this psalm. A problem was stated, the wicked spoke, and now the Lord is speaking. We see that God is going to arise, and he will set things right. He is going to provide safety for the oppressed. And notice the contrast that David uses here. The false speech of the wicked is set against the words of the Lord, and they are pure. They are like refined silver, and not just ordinarily refined silver, silver purified seven times. And David believes this word from God. He believes that God is going to keep his people, that he will protect them from the wicked. But verse 8 is interesting, isn't it? This isn't how you and I would likely end this passage, is it? You and I would stop it with verse 7 and that statement that God will guard this generation. But that isn't what happens here, is it? This passage ends with a statement about the wicked prowling on every side and the vileness that they have being exalted among the children of man. And as I read this, I immediately think, how true this is. Yes, the word of the Lord is pure, but just as pure as he is, so is humanity wicked, and this is where I want us to bring our emphasis as we think about this psalm for us today. It is so vital, it is so important that we seek the Lord and his pure word, because everywhere that you and I turn, there is deception, there is falsehood. So may this truth of God's pure word cause us to faithfully pursue that purity that we find in God's word, that you and I may be lifted up and kept safe from the attacks of the world and the enemy. Let's close up with prayer. O faithful God, in this world filled with deceit and flattery, we turn to you. Hear our cry as the faithful diminish and the wicked multiply. Preserve us, for your words are pure like refined silver. Arise, gracious Lord, and guard us from the lying tongues that seek to harm. For you keep your promises forever. And you are the one who sustains us in the midst of trials. Grant that we would find solace in your truth, knowing that your words are our eternal refuge. We pray this all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, that finishes up Psalm 12. Next time we're on to Psalm 13. Thank you for joining us for Dwell in the Word. To learn more about First Reformed Church, head on over to our Facebook page or website, edgertonfrc.org.